everyone. Welcome to the Unfiltered Podcast. My name is Lee Stevenson, Executive Director of Church Planting with Converge. I'm Danny Parmalee, and I oversee Church Planting for Converge Mid-America. And in this Unfiltered Podcast today, we're going to take some time and just talk about knowing our limits as a leader. Um, what do we What do we need to know as, as you're leading? Um, I, I think when we, I know for me, Danny, I don't know if this is true for you, that when I started my first church plant, I didn't feel like there were any limits. None. <laughs> like, yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna conquer the world. The entire city's gonna come to Jesus. We're never gonna go through any financial hardships. I mean, that, that that's an easy perspective, I think. And I think honestly, there's a level of that you look for in a church planter because you just know they're gonna get it done um, when when that's in in them. But you find out really quick. Um, I'm not God. I'm not Superman. There are limits to. Um, who I am and how I, I lead. And I think it's a great gift when we become more in touch with our limits as a leader. Um, and I, I know over time as I've as I've aged in wisdom that that's probably become easier um, to, to accept, uh, you know, from a, a personal standpoint. Um, how have you seen, you know, in your own journey, a growth of awareness when it comes to your limits as a, as a leader. And then I have a follow-up question to that as well. Yeah, that's great. And I think that your keyword there is, um, is self-awareness. And uh, for me, I can think of a pretty um, dramatic uh, change that happened to me about five years in, and it did come about because of a coaching uh, relationship uh, that I had. And it was actually a coaching relationship that I had with an executive pastor of another church. And so that was really helpful because sometimes when, most church planters are coached by other church planters and the personalities often are so much the same that you need someone who is kind of drastically different and from the outside to kind of speak into that. And so uh, what this um, uh, coach did is he uh, not only had relationship with me, but he did do kind of a, a miniature 360 where he asked mm -hmm. uh, other staff members um, how you know, they perceived my leadership and stuff. And what that allowed him to do is to come back to me with uh, different information. This is how you are being perceived. And what, what that really did is it, yes, it showed me some of the strengths that I had and the ways that I led well, but it also showed me the weaknesses, the, the blind spots, if you will. And when you become aware of your blind spots, uh, it's just really, really huge. And so for me, what it was is uh, that I was, um, you know, I was fast paced and I, I really wasn't encouraging. I, I thought I was an encouraging person, but part of my personality makeup was, is that when someone did a job that I asked them to do, great, you did it. Like you I don't, did your job. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't thank the gas station attendant for giving me gas. Like I pulled up, I, I expected to get gas, you know, and just like for the staff member, like you did what I asked you to do. Great. I expected you to do that. That's what you get paid to do. Um, so anyways, just even becoming aware of a few things like that. So, oh, okay. So my, I need to just kind of grow in uh, that area and that's not what comes natural to me. So it allows two things either to grow in that area or to surround myself with other people uh, that will help to fill in where those gaps in my leadership are so I can lean more into my strengths and less into my weaknesses. Oh, that's a that's a great thought. Why don't you explain um, for our listeners, because not every listener may be familiar with the 360 experience. What what is that? And yeah, um, how how does that go about? 
Uh, yeah, so the 360 experience is basically having um, uh, an outside person do an evaluation where they ask people above you, you know, people that you report to, people below you. So like in, in, the, in the case of a pastor, like you'd be asking your board, the people that you're reporting to, asking the staff members, and then also asking peers as well, too. So from all different angles, people kind of speaking into all of kind of the same questions. And then there's also a part there that you are kind of matching up to what you think. So some of the same questions like, hey, you know, on a scale of one to 10, Danny, how good of a preacher do you think that you are? And I'm like, 10. And all of the people that answered the 360 survey, you know, might say three. And it's like, oh, wow, I, I perceive myself to be a 10. Everyone else perce perceives me to be a three. So got to kind of find out where some of that mismatch is. Or I might say, hey, I'm a three and everyone else says, yeah, you're a three. And so it's, man, it's at least I know spot on, you are, you know, a three uh, in, in that area. So how many of those have you done in your lifetime um, career? I, 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 I've only done two. Um, okay. So, uh, you know, they, they can be intimidating. I think people can be intimidated to have them done, but I've, I've, I have found them to be helpful. There's usually a cost to them uh, type of thing. Uh, and again, the more that you have it done by an outside organization, the better that it is that facilitates it. Because if it's somebody knows online, how to actually do this and do it well, yeah, and and to stay as neutral as possible, so that it's not like, oh, well, the board member is doing a three hundred and sixty evaluation on the person that you know. And it's like, wait, what are you? Are you trying to get some dirt on me? You know what what's going on? So yeah, so that yeah. that was huge. And the other thing, it just opens up conversations. So for this coach, instead of this coach saying. Hey, um, you have some major, you know, pride and ego issues. It's like, as I'm reviewing the information here, you know, here are some direct statements that were made about, you know, how you handle different situations. And it makes it really easy to just kind of speak into uh, that person's life. So highly yeah. recommend um, uh, being able to do that. No, I, I think that's good. And I think what you talked about, I think is a good process as well. Like this isn't something you do every year. Um, it, it's something to do periodically throughout your lifetime and career as a leader, um, because life changes, circumstances change, you, your leadership approach is going to change in some formats. In some ways it's, it's not, I've done two as, as well. And I'm actually in process right now of doing a third. Um, and, uh, I, I just think it's, it's a good discipline. Um, it's sometimes it's hard. It's, it's, it is you know, let's be honest, it's hard sometimes to hear things that you don't perceive about yourself as being reality. Yeah. And, uh, but at the same time, you've got to see it as a gift to help you know how to best lead through your strengths as, as well. And um, I would highly recommend definitely go with an outside group that uh, can can live in that middle, um, but can be very directive in the way that they have conversations with people as well. Yeah. That's great. What about you? Were there some maybe aha times, aha moments uh, for you where you just realized a, a limit to your own leadership, whether it was, you know, strengths, weaknesses, time, boundaries, whatever you were like, man, I, I, I don't have that um, capacity that I thought that I did. Yeah. And some of it came either through a 360 review or some of it came just through life circumstances. And I'd say probably the ones that were most impactful were life circumstances. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've shared part of my story that, you know, when you're 12 weeks bedridden and your church continues to move forward and grows, you realize really quickly, I'm not nearly as important as I thought I was. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, that, that was a great gift. Um, yeah. 
because it, there was an element early on, like you think everything rises and falls on you and your leadership and your energy level. And the reality is that can become a major detriment to your church or your organization if it all is dependent upon your performance. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I'm very, I'm very thankful. It was a little bit hurtful when I realized, oh, the right. church is grown. I haven't even been here for three months. Right. Um, but at the same time, it what it did was it released the the pressure valve. Right. And and realizing, man, I'm taking some things way more serious than I need to. And I'm stressing about things that I don't need to stress about. Mm-hmm. And and that allowed me to reallocate energy and think through difficult situations completely different. Yeah. Um, and, and I think gave me permission to be able to say no more often um, because I knew like it's not going to it doesn't matter. Like it, if I do this or somebody else does it in the long run, it's not going to matter that big of a difference. Yeah. Um, I think, too, when I think of um, leadership limits, that um, it's it usually comes down to um, competency issues or relational capacity. And so what I mean by the differences for those, as certain organizations get to a certain size or level, there's going to be certain competencies that it's like you just can't get your mind around. That might be, you know, huge facilities, um, you know, legal issues, like all of these things. Where it's like I just I have no idea how to man like it made sense when we were 250 people but now that we're you know a thousand and own a building and there's contracts and all of this stuff and so you you begin to kind of um hit that hit that limit quicker or arrive there without that comments the other is relational where okay now you have multiple staff reporting to you you've got a board that you're trying to manage you've got the people within the church and there just becomes that that lid in the, you know, the relational capacity of your, of your leadership. And it is usually these two you, that you can begin to recognize a little bit, at least as I'm coaching or observing other church plants and church planters, you begin to see why certain churches do get stuck at a certain area. And sometimes, again, it goes back to, they're just not aware of that. Um, the, the planter isn't aware. It's like, hey, if you're able to fix this and the, the easiest one, honestly, is the competency one because it's like you oh, don't learn all that stuff. You find someone who does and and give that stuff away. If it's the yeah, role, it. yep. again, there could be a part. And so for me, you know, part of that was you know in, in hiring an executive pastor where I was my my limit in how I was dealing with the staff. Um, and so having an executive pastor who essentially became the chief of staff and multiple majority of people, almost all were reporting to him instead of directly to me, allowed me to um, have a different relationship with the staff and he could work with them on, you know, their, their plans and accountability. And if things weren't going well, or if they need more help where I was, you know, you know, spread too thin to do that. So there are ways again, to make up when you actually just come to the reality of your own limitations. No, I, th- I think that's great. And in my advice to our listeners are, there are a few things that you probably want to pay attention to that help you know personally, like I think I'm pressing up into my area of limits and mm-hmm. now it's time to adjust. Like I've got to adjust my schedule. I need to get coaching or I need to make a change um, when it comes to, to position. A couple of them that I think I, I, I'll speak to and feel free to chime in too, Danny. Um, one is when you stop having fun. Um, you know, if, if, if you wake up dreading the day, dreading going to work, dreading going into the office, there's somewhere in your life you're hitting a limit. 
and uh, you you probably want to refresh that. I think the the second thing is if you see well, like let me just interject not a day because you'll have days like that when those days begin to well said yeah season (laughs) and it's kind of consistent so yeah exactly i i think uh the second thing is when you're losing key leaders around you um when whether or not that staff or volunteer leaders that are high quality people and all of a sudden they're either dropping they're leaving um they're finding excuses to to stop volunteering. Yeah. Um, those those are a signal that maybe there's something here I need to pay attention to. Now, you're going to have change. I'm I'm just when all of a sudden you look over the corner and you had ten key leaders and now you have two, yeah. there, that's that's kind of a signal, of kind of going, hey, yeah. something's going on here. So you remember that I shared that about year five that I had some, <laughs> that was the indicator. That was the indicator, and I just thought there's just a lot of unspiritual, immature people uh, that are a part of my church. And I just found out it was actually more at the top. <laughs> so, <laughs> Exactly. I, I think too, um, I, I think pay attention to a few of your own personal habits. Um, if you find it hard to get out of a negative spiral, mm-hmm. there, there's probably something going on. I think too, um, sleep patterns. If, if you find yourself waking up consistently and not getting a good night's sleep, there may be something that's going on that you need to pay attention to. You're hitting a limit somewhere. That's great. Anything that you would add to that, Danny? Or No, I just, uh, again, I think it circles back to that whole self-awareness thing. And uh, I haven't arrived. I'm I'm constantly, I, I wish at times I could just have a video recorder and record myself in meetings and, you know, do that type of thing to kind of watch it. But instead it's, it's relying on um, creating enough trust with friends and colleagues for them to be able to speak into your life so that you can become aware of those. Well, you know, Zoom does have a record button. <laughs> yeah. You can watch all those Zoom meetings. Uh, yeah. But uh, no, I, I appreciate that. And uh, I mean, I, we always got to press through. And that's the challenge for any leader is you're going to seasonally hit these moments and it's figuring out how do I press through, finding the people that can help you do that. And so our encouragement to you as a planter is find those people that you trust and that can speak into your life and love you, even knowing the worst things about you. Yep. Thanks for tuning in to uh, the Unfiltered Podcast and been a great conversation. Until next time, everyone, keep it real. 